that shave now we should be live we should we should be live it's not live oh yeah it's connected now it's connected links on my tv it's connected there we go just check it's been a been a few weeks so yeah it says we're live so welcome to a mid no not midweek gaming welcome back to a gaming conversation with friends it's been a few weeks because i've been doing focusing on my uh, pest control course which was every tuesday and wednesday apart from last week which was wednesday so i couldn't stay up late and and uh be doing podcasting but yeah it's all i'm all through that now just a case of waiting for the exam result uh the exam results and hopefully qualifications so hopefully i've passed but if i don't you can always reset certain modules it's not the end of the world but god i hate waiting do you know what i mean it's annoying but how are we all is that going to is that going to mr vj it's either Oh, I'll let Mr. VJ because he's he's the quietest one out of all of us. And you know I'll just keep talking for about six to four minutes. Oh, um, yep. Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Um nice to be back on the show. And uh sorry you caught me. I was off somewhere else. Exactly, <laughs> that's why I did it. <laughs> I was I was just I was just leaning back and thinking, right, removal's going. I've got I've got a five minute break. Five minute break, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I was about to sip my tea and, and all that. But yeah, no, I'm good. Uh, thanks for having me back on the show. And um, yeah, looking forward to the topics, which uh, I have no clue as to what they are. Uh, it's all about Gear 6, apparently. Well, ooh, that, that was actually mentioned uh, when I was on the phone to VJ earlier. He mentioned not about the awards, just to, to, to mention the shows on this week and uh, we can have a little talk about the Game Awards show as well. Uh, that would be nice to have a talk about. We've got a few topics we have. Uh, the PC... Which we'll never get through. Well, we should be able to get through. I've got. I've, I've uploaded the trailers for them anyway, so hopefully we do. But then again, do that most shows, don't we? We do. I promise to. I promise to keep my my uh, my responses short, short and sweet today. How about that? So we can get through as much as possible. No, you're fine. I refuse to do so. You're fine. <laughs> right. So, just going to get on. Sir. Uh, just, how are you doing, Removable Sanity, anyway? Got to ask you that. <clears throat> uh, well, I've just got uh, just uh, a bit of a weird one. I've got uh, just got over surgery and walked straight into a flu. <laughs> oh, for goodness sake. Yeah, it, it is always the case with me. I, I, and the moment I start sod, to rest, the slow. moment I, yeah, the moment I relax is when I get ill. I always have done. So, um, <clears throat> excuse for a second if I kind of little, have a little bit of cough here and there. I'm kind of getting over the last of a, a remnant of flu. No, it's, it's, it's the moment I ever <laughs> relax. If, if I have holiday, I'm ill. It's my body is not attuned to relaxing and not doing stuff. Um, Fair and, enough. Uh, it's just, yeah, it's just, yeah, the moment I do. And it's always the same time. It's always about Christmas time because that's Christmas time is when I take holiday to be with the family and then I'm basically ill. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Let's, yeah. In, as long as I'm not in hostel like I was last year, I'm fine. I'm happy. Yeah, it's not a good place to be. 
That's where most of the that's where most disease and infections spread. Are in well, hospitals. Uh, well, they they said to me I had three of the worst cases. Uh, the reason I got thrown in there was basically I got COVID. Then a week later I got pneumonia. Then I got a blood virus a week a week after that. So I had three of the worst case illnesses week after week after week, and it kicked my immune system to the point where it was dangerous. They're saying they said any one of those would have kicked your immune system to be a dangerous level. But he said you got were the, all three of the worst ones week after week after week and that's why you're in the hospital so it's literally about a day before new year's eve i was, oh, <laughs> I was in hospital and it's like oh they're great uh but on, on the bright side the doctor said you know it took three of the worst case you know illnesses to bring you here so clearly your immune system is pretty good if you know it took three things week after week after week to try and break get you here so exactly. take that as what it is really but uh, yeah, yeah, no, just 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 a slight, <coughs> excuse me, uh, slight cough, and a little bit of a flu, but that's it. I'm back. I'm getting back there. I'm getting some reviews out now and getting back to action again. Good to hear. Good to hear. Um, yeah, three of the. Well, yeah, that, that's, you can't get any worse look than that, can you? you well, that's really. what the doctor said. Yeah. The doctor said he said any one of those would have put you into hospital. He said to have. One after succession after succession, he said, you were basically, <laughs> you know, the first one knocked your immune system. Then the second one took even more immune system off you. And then the third one kind of just like a blood virus. That was the third one that really kicked you for six. He said, you know, any one of those could have uh, put you in here. But it is what it is. I said, it's just my body reacts pretty. The moment it relaxes, it kind of stops fighting. Uh, I think that's what it is. I need to keep active moving thinking doing otherwise i just you know wither <laughs> that's fair enough welcome masuku back to the chat um are we sounding good you're normally a good judge of uh if you can hear us all usually but yeah uh so the first thing i wanted to mention on is something we have <coughs> discussed heavily in the past whether it be on this particular show, or the old midweek gaming, and it's to do with the digital future. Is it so good? Uh, because there's obviously pros and cons, and recently there's been oh, cons more than pros. I know exactly. If you read into the actual details of the actual terms, you you'll find there's more cons than anything. But mm. recently, it's been an email circulating to PlayStation users telling them that all content on the Discovery streaming service will be removed from the play, uh, removed on, I have to read it differently because they word things, it's like American, um, so I'll, I'll say it the English way, will be removed on the 31st December 2023 and even, even basically the content that's been per purchased directly by the users will also be Remove now. Yes, it's called shameful. A lot of people are saying shameful, but it's not actually PlayStation's fault. It's just the way the world works. It's well, it's licensing. It's, 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 it may be shameful, but it, it's. Um, <clears throat> I think the issue isn't come with the fact that it's being removed. It's the fact it's being removed with no refund. So what 
was originally and again it's not many people look into the terms and conditions when people buy and they did this actually last year with films uh so actually this year they did i think it's uh this uh, screaming service and the other year there's actually films they actually took oh, off okay. as well a large number of films That's, um okay so this is series based i think this latest one is the series based uh app that has lots of tv series that's now been removed last year was actually a load of films that was removed and again nothing was refunded and i think i'm not 100 sure but same for microsoft as well as xbox is that if it's discontinued regardless of licensing issues or regardless of you know further down the line they've lost the license or the ability to even like it's the sound they've lost the license to not the actual film work um they have to remove it the problem being at no point is there a big warning sign when you purchase from these air these uh streaming services like Sony, like Netflix, like anything like that, is that if you buy this at any point, we can remove it and not refund you. And that's yeah. the thing. I think most people have assumed that once they've bought it, they own it, period. And that is not the case. No, definitely The only not. way you can guarantee you physically own it... Disc. ...is with a disc. And even, that, and even then, if they really wanted to... To go to some real extreme lengths, if your if your device was connected to the net, they could send some kind of code out so your disk don't work. Technically, but, but then you, you just basically yeah. I, one I, thing I, is that you just don't connect. You don't connect it to the internet. I don't um, think they I mean, do that. There are games that are actually discontinued as we speak. There is commercial Xbox games that have been discontinued. You cannot purchase them anymore. That people who still own the discs can still play them, and that is one aspect of being physical the problem being with digital purchases i think it is uh it's just you have to be fully aware that a digital purchase is effectively renting now that could be renting for 100 years it could be renting for 44 years it could be renting for two or three years but at any stage it can be pulled and you will not have the access to that um, and then it also comes into play, I think, which we have discussed is how your gaming library, your digital library, I should say, gets transferred to your siblings Very. or your family members. Should you pass on inheritance aspect? That is another aspect which very few people talk about. No, the one that's going to bite a lot of people in the, in the backside. If I have a physical collection, I can pass that to my kids and say, this is for you. There you go. I want you to enjoy it. With a digital, they can simply say, no, actually, once you pass on, that is it. It's gone. So, so it, another, it's a, it, it, indie, gamer, indie, indie Gamer saying, um, with regard, welcome, Indie Gamer. No, Same with well, physical... again, games only, if games on an online service, yeah. If they've got an online service, yes, they can. But no, they can. most games don't have an online service. Like your first person, your multiplayer games, possibly, um, you know, but your single player, they're not going to be able to pull the game because it's it's actually part and parcel of the disc. You know, that's if, if it was an online service game, yes, 100%, you are completely correct. But majority of those games... Uh, you know, majority of games aren't online service. They're becoming that way, which is another 
crux, which I think we should bounce, you know, pull back away from. Um, like, you know, your, you know, Assassin's Creed, you know, your multiplayer might be dead, but your single player will still be well, be able to be utilized and, and, and enjoyed. You know, um, and this is the, this is the crux of the. This is the crux of online gaming. It is, you know, if if it is, it is part and parcel of a built-in flaw. It's a built-in obsolescence, which most things are now becoming. To be honest with you, you know, um, it's it's a it's, shame. It's one of those ones I think is going to bite people hardest. It will because it's, they it's, realize they wish to pass things on or they, or something's gone. It's like my missus. She, uh, she I, I've made her fully aware that if Amazon ever was to pull the plug or a certain um, artist or the publisher within books has mm-hmm. gone bust, so basically she got the uh, audible, and she's got. I'm talking hundreds, hundreds of audio books. Um, Oh yeah, probably in hundreds. Eight seconds, bam. But but yeah, I did explain it to her. But um, <laughs> but just the way it is. But the, the problem is though, it's like when you look back at it, right? Can you say to somebody, for instance, so you got Sega Dreamcast, which is fine. You can play all the games, still play them with the disc. Well, Dreamcast and that they've got their own versions of hard drives you can st- install now because some of the game prices are ridiculous, like. 500 pounds some of them so that is good you'll be able to play them games in years to come uh, when it comes to the xbox one and the xbox series x will somebody in 10 15 years time be able to pl- pick that back up when it's obsoleted all them servers have been pulled down will they be able to play the retro games when that's a perspective it depends on the game if it's a, it's a non-live service game no if it's a live service game yes if it has a connection to the internet uh, that needs it to run, yes, there'll be an issue. Yeah. You know, um, just because it won't, just because it, it may not happen doesn't mean it won't happen. We don't know what's going to happen in the future. It's a very simple thing. A lot of games that were like, oh, this is going to be perfect. This is going to, you see how studios close down, how studios lose their licenses, how studios, yeah. you know, break apart even now how quickly things can turn around old studios that are around 20 odd years ago yeah. that you thought they would never have a problem never close down are gone now and those licenses if they're not kept or if they're not you know maintained will go as well it's it's a case of i don't think it's a case of uh if it will happen it'll be a case of when it will happen mm, exactly um it is it's, a, it's, quite a big issue, but, the, uh, but obviously people... As I said, it won't hit anybody until until something they really enjoy goes that way. Yeah. And then it'll be... Then it'll be basic. Then it'll be a big kicker. I think the biggest kicker will probably be for us, us old guys, will be when we want to pass our, our games on to our, our next generation. I want to, inherit, want to you know, pass our inheritance of our collections on to... Uh, our younger generation and the digital accesses i don't think we'll be able to do that uh physical items will be as one of the one things i did jokingly tweet was like uh, you know uh, black friday and uh, cyber monday i said those are the times to buy all your digital games physically because uh, at least then you can <laughs> you've got a copy of it <laughs> yeah sorry about indie game i think what was happening was i have a usb stick for my uh, controller 
and I think for some reason it was wiggling in and out and uh, yeah it stopped now so I didn't realise you could hear that sorry yeah. about that Indy but uh, yeah I fixed it but um, but yeah you're right I mean I mean I won't really want to hand my games down to my son because currently all he plays is the likes of Fortnite and Roblox he doesn't he's not interested in my games but, but that will change in 20 odd years time when is he gets yeah, older yeah, exactly. you don't know if his taste sweet and also there's yeah. another aspect to it you you forget this and there's always a, a infamous story uh that kind of slightly chokes me up and it is true is the story of um Sega Rally and uh um, a gentleman had one of his favourite games was Sega Rally. He'd been playing it for years and years and years. He used to play oh, it. Oh, no, this story is sad. It is. Yep. He passed away and his son inherited the Sega Rally. Um, didn't think about it until many years later when he was an adult, started playing Sega Rally, just as picked it up, and realised the ghost of his dead father was in that game. And he got to the point where he, he basically could beat the, the actual ghost but refused to it was something that was dear to him that kept him close to his father even though his father passed away and it's the same thing just because you know your collection may not be what they see now it could very well uh be part and parcel of their history and of their memory later on of you later on exactly tell you so, what you say say rally and UK Dazarus arrives. Yeah, exactly. I mean, most people have heard the Sega Rally, you know, your Sega Rally ghost story. Anyway, it's it's a kind of a touching tale that is still pertinent even today. You know, it's uh, it shows you, you know, how games can connect us even through death. Uh, how games can connect us to uh, to our loved ones. And I think, you know, our our collections will become our, you know. The things that our loved ones behind us uh, will want to treasure and cherish and enjoy. You know, we'll, they'll want to see us, you know, how far we've got or, or see the fact that, you know, um, remind, remember us through them. And so it's going to be pertinent. I think it's going to be, but I think it's going to be a big shocker uh, when it does happen. I think that's when a lot of people will start kicking off. At the moment, it's it's down them it's down them it's the memory line no one really thinks about it until it you know it's not it's further down the line no one's going to worry about it but by then it'll be too late and that's where i think it's going to be an issue well it's true because even like the only way you'll get anything done about passing content over is a uh, government government regulation because there's no way developers are gonna are gonna open are gonna say yeah just just pass it down transfer licenses no issues there's no way that's gonna happen Unless it's forced. Well, it's the same thing with emulation and game preserve. There's been so many, one of the biggest issues with emulation and game preserving is the fact of licensing issues. You know, uh, trying to preserve games that no longer exist anymore um, is, 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 that, is, is one of the biggest issues is licensing, you know. So, you know, physical media does kind of get around that aspect. Uh, when it becomes digital, then it becomes such a hard task to kind of regulate and hard task to kind of continue well. And I just think it's uh, it's 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 a uh, it's a poison chalice that we're kind of ignoring. 
to our own detriment later on in life. It will be eventually, but then by that point, it'll be like they'll be scrambling to try and sort it, and it's not a simple process. It's it this kind of thing will take years to sort out. It's not a simple simple process. It's not because you basically your own digital license to a game, and that's it. You read it you're all. Renting. That's it. Well, you're renting. You're basically. renting. Even yeah. if you buy it at seventy quid, you still you, technically you're still renting it. It's no better than the Game Pass. And it's not as if it's it's not as if this has, hasn't happened before. There's been numerous games that this yeah. has happened to where the licensing has discontinued. Forza is infamous for that. Well, once the music mm-hmm. once the music licensing runs out on the Forza games, they give them away and discount the, the DLC, and then the the game's done with. You can't play it no more. Yeah, Horizon, I think. But that's the way. You're not going to renew. And I, I, you're not you're not gonna be that stupid to renew all the music for the game for, for like you know an old game, are you? It's just not financially viable for you to do that, and I, I don't blame companies for doing for doing that. You're not gonna renew it, are you, to keep it forever for people? I wouldn't expect even Microsoft to do that. It's uh, yeah, it's it's, it's I, that's why you know I feel sorry for PlayStation because they're hitting it in in the case, but it's um. It's gonna be. It's. It's. This is gonna continue. Very uh, true, uh, indie uh, game. Very true. Films. The discs are just uh, just the license key, and you download them. Yeah, that's what you true. It is. But some of the but some of the, the, the discs, the PlayStation discs, actually have a data on them. Uh, I think God of War. I think games like that actually have the data on I them. I still think. I think if uh, the last the still last one. Yeah, the last physical I had did have data on it. It did actually do that. I don't think um, Halo, the, the Halo one they made, I did just a key. It was download. But most of them are just license keys now, literally just because somebody wants to have a disc. That's all it is. And it's the way it's going. It's, there's little you can do about it. Well, you can it. tell whether or not it's a, it's a but, licensing issue. It's, it's basically um, disc. When you do take the disc, Make sure you're not connected to the internet. If it down, if it basically transfers it across, yeah. it's fine. The best, the I best. Think digital... the, yeah, I think, sorry, I think actually, actually, I think majority of them still you can do that. I'm pretty sure I've had it where you can actually do it. It maybe it's more the AAA ones. I, I'm pretty sure like uh, the AA ones are still games you actually download from the disc. Oh, I've just been corrected by by um, Disney. Cheers for that. He said that. You can still play the old fours as if you are, you own them. You just can't buy them yes. new. Sorry about that. Thanks, right, thanks yeah. for the correction. Ah, <clears throat> uh, you got any thoughts on this, BJ? Probably haven't. Got any thoughts on it? Um, I mean, I think I think you covered most of it. It just, um, I mean, uh, there's obviously a, a set of consumers that are affected by it, and uh, they're probably annoyed if not you know, uh, slightly perturbed by it. But I suppose it'll be interesting how their buying um, preferences or, or thought process will be going forward. Um, you'd think, I mean, I, I, I don't really read the terms and conditions. I don't know if anybody here on on the panel <laughs> in the chat does. But I Oh, I can believe it. removable sanity does. Oh, I can believe he reads it. Reads it. Oh, I can't. We know him well. You you realise he he does read stuff. Yeah, but 
I mean, for the vast majority yeah. that just want to have a limited amount of time, they, they want to be able to play mm. the game and get on with it and then and then move on. But it, it's, um, it's, I mean, I'd like to say from Sony's perspective, they've, they've, partnered with whoever who I've forgotten the company and like they do with any third party publisher. And if they sell anything on their store, it should be in perpetuity, um, regardless of the fact if it's going to be removed in the future. But if as removable saying, forgive me if I've got this wrong, but if in the terms and conditions um, from B to B and B to C maintains the fact that, you know, you don't own this content and it can be removed at any time, then there's little or no recourse for consumers. But I think you're only going to get away with that business practice to a point, especially in the mm. UK, until watchdogs turn around and say, listen, this is no longer um, protecting consumers or, or their rights. And it's just a point, a point in time when, um, you know, there's enough consumers that are affected by it, and then you've got the proverbial, you know, the, the, the straw that breaks the camel's back <clears throat> and, um, and certain, certain protections need to be placed within the digital media um you know when you when you acquire digital media whether as a consumer or anything right i guess movies games music etc um then then um you know there may come a point like you say uh, was it call of duty was it one of the games that there was hardly any data on it at all and then the rest of the game had to be downloaded 120 yeah, gig or something. So, yeah. Yeah. so discs potentially aren't worth worth the 70 dollars that you pay for them you're still you're still yeah. in that hole you still have to be online you still have to own the system and uh etc and then download the game again in case you're you know in case you have to replace your xbox one day because because for whatever reason it's not working so um yeah it's 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 not it's not a good look but i, I think that for sony um and for microsoft or any company really i know we primarily talk about those guys um how they negotiate their contracts going forward is really, really important um, because this is not good. This is not a good practice for consumer point of view, but, and, and as you say, they're not even offering, you know, store credit for, no. for consumers that are affected or even a token gesture, which I thought might've been smart because they may have actually sold some additional gaming content to those consumers affected, you know, by giving them, yeah. you know, five, $10, I don't know, I don't know what the cost is. Yeah, you know, here's some credit. Point, we know right? you're gonna spend yeah. it but in house, but here's some credit. But at the same <laughs> time, uh, earn some more revenue and customer loyalty while turning a profit at the same time. But mm. I just I don't know if there's if their infrastructure set up like that. But for Sony, there it's recently over the last twelve months, um, and I understand this is a you know they're prevalent in the way that they conduct their business, but. Um, they they don't they don't seem to want to give something to consumers uh, as a, as of something I don't know, let's call it goodwill shall we and and at the same time Microsoft on the other hand I've noticed over the last month especially their rewards program uh, is rescinding points and yes, access to points it is quite considerable and I've noticed and we that. knew this was going to happen we knew this was going to happen at some point this uh, switch and bait uh, bait and switch or whatever it's called yeah I've noticed um, the points well, a lot a lot of the points now but the, you quiz they, yeah, they're like ones and they're, they're, they're like ones and twos not tens they're ones and twos well, they are but for somebody who's got uh, I mean I've got a six hundred and 
20 day streak or something like that right so i've been at it for two years uh i haven't missed a beat and um so i know roughly each month just just at a point of interest it's not it's not material amounts right um but where i was able to sort of gain something in the region of twenty dollars a month for example it slowly but surely i think last month was barely able to get over sixteen dollars it's still a good amount but it barely covers the cost of game pass so but i think that we're going to see more and more changes um from, oh. from microsoft and even the searches they've um made it harder you've actually got to physically type it in so yeah, and then you've got to wait five seconds prior to doing another search. Yeah, you so I, I understand why yeah. they're doing it because I don't want people to just spam the hell out of searches. Just to that's literally what I, that's literally what I was doing. It takes me longer yeah. now to do them. So, which is good because that's basically it's cutting down on that aspect. But yeah. let's let's not be my, in my, any. My... Oh, sorry, sorry, move Just so so just in terms of offering something back to consumers. Sometimes I think that the companies. I'm not saying in all cases, but sometimes it's just worth considering the decision you make when it's consumer facing, regardless of the fact that in case it's something detrimental, because you can sometimes be penny wise and pound foolish. And in this instance, I think Sony might have missed, missed the trick in terms of turning this into a positive rather than it being a, a negative. Um, I, I think you agree with VJ here. Yeah. Go on, sorry. It's just, just a sentiment, really. It's not like, oh, they must have done this, they should have done that. I mean, that's all just rubbish. Just the sentiment. When it comes just... to um, the Microsoft Awards, I fully agree with what you say, VJ. Well, I will mention, because a lot of people say I don't criticise PlayStation. PlayStation's point system is a joke. You have to be in their, their PlayStation Plus. You have to buy certain games to get points. Then you literally win a picture on an app. It's pathetic compared to Microsoft's. There you go. Just thought I'd put that in. There you oh, go. Was, yeah, no, it's it's not. Uh, just um, is that? I just saw what uh, UK Dazarus wrote in the chat. I, I'm not too familiar with that, but that. Um... Yeah, yeah, they, they basically. Uh, yeah. If you have multiple accounts, they it kind of they will they will um they will limit. It's not really fair though because Dad's Dad's has got kids in his house and they all got separate Xbox accounts. They're not doing anything wrong. It's a bit fair. Mm. He's been suspended. If you've got a gaming family all spending money into the Microsoft ecosystem, they yeah. should all be allowed to use exactly. Microsoft Rewards. That's, that's, I don't, yeah, that's wrong, Daz, what happened to you. I, yeah, it's not right. If you're all in the ecosystem, you're all dealing with different systems. That's not right. That's, that must have been recent. That must have been a recent change without letting people know. Well, I think it's, um, <clears throat> you know where it is, it's, it's come from the premise of Netflix. So if you are aware of Netflix, they uh, effectively are trying to provide you with a an account, a paid account per, is it per, per household, not per person? And so... Um, one of the reasons they got, you know, they stopped the, you know, uh, share your password password element with Netflix, was that the IP tracks the household, That's not right. the person. So, and, yep. um, basically, what it is now is they basically, I think Microsoft has cottoned on to a similar sort of thing, and they're now tracking the household and not the person. But as you, everyone has rightly said here, um, if there are 
four people paying, technically four individuals paying differently, then there shouldn't be really uh, a limit on those four individual accounts, regardless of the household they are in. But I think they've basically they've gone down the household route. How <laughs> Microsoft more. deals with this further down the line is going to be telling. Imagine if Microsoft put in a policy saying, we've noticed that on this IP address, there's also a PS5 tethered to um, tethered to your IP address, so we're no longer allowing you to access your content. Well, <laughs> hang on. We're going to have IP addresses, so I'm going to put my bit forward now. I've had a problem ever since I moved to Superfast Fiber, which uses different um, internet for stuck. You know, the, the routers. Since I moved from a Sky internet, which was the old crap copper internet, which uses the open reach network. And now I use a network called the up, which was recently been acquired by Virgin Eon. media and O2 called the next oh, fiber. It? So once, yeah, I'm not very happy about it, but what can you do? They made them sell it because an oligarch owned it up. No, uh, so yes, yes, yes. So apparently once my contract runs out, you can't even renew it with up. You have to renew with, next fiber or i've got another option of GigaClear. well since mm. i've had this new internet you know the lovely microsoft rewards app on the xbox it doesn't work at all it says even though i've tested i've tested my ip addresses it says where i'm living the, the location's correct everything on my phone done all that tests i've been through multiple support people at microsoft and uh they they can't work it out. A two trillion dollar company can't fix a problem like that. And ain't the only one. It's widespread. It's all. I've seen multiple cases. Of, well, there's a lot of cases all over Reddit. And what? And I did get an answer once. One of the guys that messaged me back reckoned it was a problem with the actual app on the Xbox. Uh, there was, was an internal bug they needed to fix. But it's still. But what I have to do to get to get the app working? I have to sign into my mobile internet tether it to the xbox to get it working again it's a bit frustrating to do that it is mm. but well that but, sounds like you said it's like a software as you as the guy was saying is a software tell you, all, all, all microsoft need to do now is remove just to piss everybody off and they just need to remove the three months and the monthly game pass from microsoft rewards and it's coming that will be their next stage because they've been looking at who's actually paying for Game Pass. Oh, that's a lot of people. We could be making X amount of million. It's coming eventually. It's coming. Because everyone, everyone knows what it's about, don't you? Microsoft Rewards. Reason. Sorry, Microsoft Rewards. You just keep talking over each other. Sorry. It's the purpose of Microsoft Rewards with searching. It's to make. Bing look like it's actually a popular search engine when it's actually not. They're paying people to search. And that's what it's made. Because obviously Google's number one. But when that's what they're effectively paying people to do. The only reason I've been able to keep my points up on on um, on my Microsoft Awards and indie game like this is because if you pay if you pay a multiplayer game once a day. Um, with all the points etc and play a game on pc and stuff i can still get 275 points a day just through doing that on pc and that's how i've been keeping my, my points up 
but because they're likely to play on the Xbox PC. Sorry, VJ, go ahead. Sorry about that. No, I think um, I think um, I just saw the comment from um, Indie that they're not a charity, and uh, and I agree that corporations are, are not are not charities. Um, it's it was inevitable that something like this was going to happen, and I, and I don't know if it's true, but caught a headline maybe remove all yourself know better than me that they tried to remove um from their 10 or fifteen thousand employees the perk that they've that they afforded mm -hmm. all their staff in terms of free game pass ultimate which they're trying right. to remove the perk due to the due to the disbelief and unpop unpopularity of the decision and um it's it's not a case that yes of course us three on the on the actual podcast uh, um as hosts and panel members, we are actually charity cases. Um, but it's just uh, <laughs> yes. it's just pointing out the changes that are occurring within the Microsoft ecosystem. We're not complaining about them, so I, I think I think there's a differentiator there that needs to be sort of stipulated. I think I think I understand what Andy's saying in terms of that. There is we're not a charity. I think um, you're right. We're not a charity. But this think of this as a uh, a benefit, a benefit of Xbox. And so what we're seeing now, and it's this is not Xbox in its tails, but this is this is PlayStation. And with I don't think Nintendo is going down the path here, but it's definitely PlayStation, Xbox, and some services. They are they are pair they they're, they're pairing back those benefits. They're they're trying to basically, from what I'm sounding, you know, there's a lot of been there's a lot of be redundancies been happening. There's uh, a lot of changes coming through, and uh, they're tightening their belts is the best way I can describe it. And this is for their services as well as uh, their staff and redundancies. That isn't to say that when things start getting better, these benefits may not come back. But I, I, I suspect they probably will because, you know, uh, the service itself the service itself is only as good as its competition. So if PlayStation starts providing better services, they will then bring it back. And the same thing, at the moment, most of the big companies are tightening their belts. And this is one of those things I suspect that's happening. Maybe it'll come back. Maybe it'll expand later on down the line when things are getting good. Maybe. That's a, that's going to be a battle between the two big ones again. I think, again, Nintendo is its own ecosystem that kind of does its own thing and doesn't really care about what anyone else thinks so it doesn't have to really worry about it but i think sony and microsoft you know uh, and their own version of the reward systems and their own version of you know um of of the benefits that each provide that's going to be a continuous battle for the next 10 years um and so whilst i understand it's going to probably be reduced or even discontinued at some point um the future may very well dictate to them to bring something like that or something similar back again um yeah. i think it's in terms of i think removal when i when i bought my xbox um back in 2020 at that point you know um Microsoft were affording everybody these points and do you remember do you remember like earn 10,000 points in, in within the next 30 days by playing yes. all these games yes and, i do um, and, um, but I think at that point they were trying to gain market share, and ever since then, slowly but surely they've been reeling in. And and like you say, they perhaps might rescind the rewards program completely, 
based on the fact or minimize it, uh, but based on the fact that the services that they're affording and the content that they're affording us in the subscription versus in the subscription services no longer merits them having to reel consumers in because mm -hmm. they've already established um, a loyal customer base. And I think you're right. As long as it, it depends on two things, like you said, is either if their competitors do anything to up the ante, or whether their own offerings start to um, not support what it is that they're trying to do uh, in terms of quality and then um, which I don't see happening there's far too much first party and third party content for them to leverage um, and hence the pricing going up for game pass and uh, rewards points being rescinded but as I say you know for me at least I'm a charity case so um, I, I'm, I'm monitoring what's occurring I, I think uh, to ask you what was what I, I uh, for me being poor and for the poor side of everybody, I think for those with limited funds, it was a good way of experiencing games and purchasing games uh, for people to enjoy with low income. It was a really good way and a really helpful way for the low income families to kind of expand their catalog especially when it came in christmas i knew so many who were in the um oh, no, reward no, system for that very thing they yeah. were saving up till christmas and then they could purchase that 60 pound game that was you know uh coming through you know they could actually purchase it they didn't have the money at any other point and they'd been working their backsides off you know and they finally managed to get enough points to kind of do that um and so i think again it's going to be the hardest hit will be those with low income but again it's yeah. one of the things it's a, it was a a timed benefit they're not um, struggling though because you know once because you know all this business at uh, playstation and gaming revenues bigger well, the most what people don't realize is uh, Microsoft's number out of the three console makers. Microsoft's is is the number one now uh, out of the console three big three because ABK's uh, gaming revenue will be will be added to that and it will dwarf PlayStation's taking it to number one. They ain't struggling. Just need to it's, oh, it's, not, it's not the struggling aspect. It's, at the end of the day, it's it's you're gonna have to look at it from a, a as 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 we have stated on this show too many times to count. Uh, Microsoft, PlayStation, Nintendo is a business. Oh, it's business not a charity. Is selling I understand that, that product to us, <laughs> and how they sell that product to us will be manipulated, tweaked, and pushed down the line in such a variety of ways we have yet to see um will it become an all only digital only aspect i mean you know microsoft has made itself uh it's basically touted itself as having a service streaming service on every single platform in the world that's tv phone internet where there's a monitor it wants to be on there um, and that's what they're aiming to be. You know, it's it's, it's a dream. It will it's a eventually dream. happen. It's a good you dream. Know, it's going to happen. It's not going to happen. I, I, no, I don't think it's a dream now. I think, you know, it's not, the fact that it's not you dream. look at Samsung TV. My Samsung TV has the Xbox app on it. There's just one, right one little detail I will say. 
although Phil Spence has came out, yeah, we're not looking to go on Nintendo, we're not looking to go on PlayStation. Guaranteed they have been and they've been rejected. So technically, they're not on every system. Every platform. Not, not, not yet, not yet, but it will happen. It will happen. I believe it will one day. Well. I believe there'll be all... Yeah. One day, all services will be on all devices, and you'll you'll get the PlayStation services on Xbox. In the eventually, it will all happen. It will merge into one. It will eventually. They'll get there eventually, because the money oh, is, in, is in games. Yeah. It is exactly. It is. It is. Um, and at the end of the day, you know, it's uh, it's the way of the world. It's the way of the the future, and uh, it's something that we're just going to have to deal with. Um, the question is, the power is with the consumer. But one thing I the will say is the consumer is when it comes. The to consumer is a bit, you know, lazy. <laughs> when it comes to stores and digital stores, I will say that uh, Steam Steam seems to be the best. The best. They've got great policies, refund policies. Uh, they're they can lead by example. Uh, Xbox should copy them in some of their great policies they've got. No, just, just saying. I, to to honest, it, it, it doesn't matter because they're going to go with their own personal <coughs> preference. Something that will benefit them in in every case. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at how society is changing. Uh, perfect example. I saw it on Twitter or X or Twix as it's now known. Um, Children today are spending. Uh, perfect example is my own uh, brother's kids. They want V Bucks for Fortnite. Uh, it's you know it's it, that's that's what they're into. You know, they're not interested in a different game. They're just after you know digital content. My kids are the same. Uh, Robux. Yeah, and and it's it's uh, so you already you can already see it from the younger generation what's going to transpire. I keep trying to tell them you, you're supposed to earn this in the game. It's supposed to unlock. No, you're supposed to buy it. I was like, uh, I, I've given up just about. They're being they're being conditioned to think that it's a, it's not something you earn in game. It's something you buy. That's the problem. But, see, the, the biggest, it's, it's, which is where I've, uh, with my little ones, I'm going down the retro emulation route. But yeah, they love, when I turn the Mega Drive on, they love Sonic uh, and games like that. They do. They do like that, surprisingly. Yeah, that's exactly so, what I've got. I've got two little, little uh, retro, retro hand emulators, which I'm giving to the kids. Uh, and they love it. They absolutely love that little thing. It's got thousands of games on it. They can play whatever they blooming well want. And you can't buy anything. It's not online. It saves your progress. You know, Sonic being one of them exactly. You know, it's perfect. Um, and uh, you know, I'm trying to to limit their online activity <coughs> at all costs until they're old enough to kind of. That's fair you know. enough. Right. Uh, but, okay. Yeah, we should try and wrap that up. Just wrap that up. Um, so I don't know. Did any of you not catch the piece? At any. Of the clips of the PC gamer, PC gaming most wanted 2023 show. You might, you might not have done. Did you see any games you liked at it or at all? There was a couple. There was a couple on there. I was trying to remind myself because I, I, I watched it. Uh, There's. I, I caught it. Uh, I watched the VOD of it, uh, but I, I, 
It's one of those things I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to do this. Watch there's this. An, there's a game that looks really morning, good. I fell asleep. Uh, hang on a minute. Uh, where is it? Indie game will be happy with this. Give me, a, give me a sec. I'll just change the video. Uh, where are you with this? Where's it gone? And I forgot to download that one. Still, where is it? Where still wakes the deep? Oh, that's oh. the one I was thinking of. Yes, that was the very first one, wasn't it? Hang on, I've messed. Still wakes the deep. I went to download that. I didn't download it. Yeah, uh, bloody forgot to download that one. Hang on. Did I download that one? I've got the old trailer, so I'll put that. We'll just break the old trailer. It's still no, isn't it? Still wakes. I've got that many videos on it. Hang on. Uh, but yeah, that was quite intriguing to me. Uh, that was actually I quite enjoyed that one. Joshua, there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of good games on there that were were showcased off. You know, there you know I know admittedly you know a good chunk of them would be PC only. Um, there it is. Or not other the, platforms. Not the it, was, it was it was a really good selection. I found. Still wakes the deep. Still wakes the deep. The Chinese is made by the Chinese room. This spooky oil rig, a psychological horror game, announced yep. that it's working with composer Jason Graves, who is known for a number of games, including, including Dead Space and the Dark Pictures Anthology. They also introduced a ridiculously spooky-looking metal uh, sculpture that created terrifying noises from the soundtrack. Which I don't have the actual trailer here because I've. Uh, what they did, they did a variety. Yes, you're right. They did a lot, variety of little sculptures, and as you scraped like a, a a something against it, it created very weird and strange noises, and that's what they utilised. Um, very, in, it was very pretty. This looks looks pretty good. I must admit. A lot of people, um, a lot of people like look at this. It looks very. I think I believe you by yourself, but it looks very scary. It, uh, yeah, I've not got loads. Um, there's another game that I have got the trailer for. I will just get what it is. Hang on a minute. It's called Pacific Drive. Ah, uh, yes, yes, no, that one very well. I know that one very well. Yep, that is a is a PC only. I think. I think it's PC or is it PC and PlayStation? Um, yeah, that's an intriguing one. <laughs> you got to keep the car alive. You have. I'll just change yes. the trailer. Well, uh, it's it's. You you basically you have go. to keep yourself. Yeah. There you go. There's the trailer. I'll just find the. <clears throat> Iron Ironwood Studios. This is released uh, the twenty second of February, twenty twenty four. A run based station wagon survival game. Pacific mm -hmm. Drive has had our attention. I'm reading it off the PC Gamer site. Since it's purely on the killer concept. <coughs> so it does also look look pretty cool. Ironwood Studios brought us a new trailer to show off a bit more of its spooky setting and announce the release date. <coughs> but um, I believe it's like a it's like a rogue. You've basically got to keep the car alive, you have. The car yeah, basically the, car the car idea is, um, it's, it's, yeah, you want, you Daz, right. I will, if you want. <coughs> He's egging me on to put on, uh, 
Edith Finch. But yeah, it's still it looks good that game. It still works the date. Do you like the look of this VJ? Is this your kind of kind of thing? Um not really. Not really, fair enough. <laughs> you should know VJ is very much more of an RPG tactical methodical mind. Uh, I don't think I've seen any horrific or horror games that VJ plays. Only the uh, Resident Evil oh, games. Well, I say right? Resident Evil, but that's more action, isn't it? That's not really. That's that's kind of slant away from the horror. You know, the scary. Yeah. Here you go, Daz. Just for you. There we go. Game of your life. What remains of Edith Finch? Just for you. It's an amazing game, VJ. I haven't played it. What remains oh, of Edith Finch? What remains of Edith Finch? Oh yeah, no, I've um, I've completed that game. Good. It's amazing, and does does. What I liked about it. the trailer here, it. it says um, it says only on PlayStation. This is an old trailer. <laughs> But it still says only on PlayStation. <laughs> but to be fair, it probably was a timed exclusive when it came out on the PlayStation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is this by the same developer as Edith Finch? Is, is that what you were trying to... Uh, no, just does what just Daz says, why don't you play the Edith, Edith Finch trailer? I said, all right, and I will. Yeah. Well, why don't you play a Hollow Knight trailer? No yeah. more Hollow Knight. Look, it's going to be out in 2024. Deal with it. Hang on. I have both of them. Oh, God. Hang on, which one? At this point, you might just go to Whole Hog and play Gear 6. There we go. No, what's that? Why is that playing? What is it? You... <laughs> Hang on, because I've got too many traders playing. Right. Right. Stop that one. Back to Hollow Knight. Just for VJ. Just kidding. I was just kidding. Right, where are we? I, I, I think I'll I think I'll give um, Gear Six a shout along with Removable. Yeah, Gear Gear Six. <laughs> or there we go, there we go. What was the other one that was was going to be announced apparently secretly? What was the other one? It was um oh announced. Yeah, was it GTA Six? Uh, yeah, it's, it's 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 this week, isn't it? The, the re reveal trailer or something. Yeah. Is it? Grand Theft Auto Six. Does anyone actually care about that game or not? I don't play them. I was going to just ask the question if if either of you two have played the GTA games. I I don't. I I have played all of the GTA games and I've completed all of the yeah. GTA games. Um, whilst they are very fun, they're very good. Um. <laughs> A bit like Red Dead Redemption uh, 2, it was it. There was so much that it 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 got to the point it was too much for me to kind of do and spend time on. I'm kind of limited by my times now, but yes, generally GTA is 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 good for experiencing having having kind of a a game that draws you in. The characters are normally well done. The characters are normally fun to talk to, listen to, experience. They they know what they're going to bring out. You know, GTA was it was good. 
GTA 5 was, I think pretty much every GTA has kind of ramped up from the previous GTA. So I think anything I'll be intrigued to see is how well the graphic fidelity is going to be on this. I'm not now, expecting it. I have it. heard rumours. No, it's not going to be good. I, I estimate it'll probably be very similar to Red Dead Redemption 2 um, in terms of its graphic fidelity. But I have heard rumours, and I'm not going to say how, that the AI, though, is much more um, developed, is the best way of describing it. Um, uh, there are rumours that, like, when you basically... Uh, shoplift or something the ai the npcs all react so much more dramatically and uh, realistically in this new coming up game so that'll be intriguing to see how it goes um have you, have you played um if you don't mind me asking have you ever played um sleeping dogs yes so i played through i have played gta games but I just find found the combat, um, the gunplay, and the driving so much more superior. Well, I say superior. Let's put it this way: to more to my liking, um, um, and in um, in Sleeping Dogs uh, versus GTA, I I just never seem to meld with with uh, the dynamics of uh, GTA's combat. I don't know why. They are very just... different. They, yeah, I think well, definitely yeah. Sleeping Dogs combat is, a, is it's unique in its own. Sleeping Dogs combat was very hand to hand combat was was the thing. I think it was if everything. I think it was hand to hand combat was much more um, the the main aim of the game than its shooting was, uh, and so was its driving. Its driving was well. Yeah. Yeah, really good where driving. GTA was is is very much I would say it's more to do with the social interaction, uh, and I would classify the um a little bit of shooting rather than than the fighting. Fighting was just punch, punch, kick. That's it. Where Sleeping Dogs was very much based on the fighting styles and stuff like that. So it's a very, very I'd say very different sort of type of game. Uh, in that regards, yeah, um, I, I just I just found um, the meld of the fighting combat, which you you show quite right. Um, the hand to hand combat is is um, is really good for the time. Anyway, I haven't played it. Oh, in, it's in a while. still superb today, especially with some of I, the environmental kills. I thought, yeah, no, definitely. I just superb. I just felt that the driving, you know, the driving in terms of how I don't know the best way to describe it, but the way that the vehicles feel seem to just be more grounded. And, and and definitely being able to sort of um, jump from vehicle to vehicle was uh, was, uh, was um, well that was that was the Wu Long sort of situation, wasn't it? It was built around you know these that sort of premise of like you know you know you can like lean out of your car and then jump onto the car in front of you exactly. It was it was built around the Wu Long sort of films where you would you just, yeah as you said you could just jump from one car to another and get into it you know it was that's how it was um very much different style of game than gta gta was i wouldn't say based in realism but it was based more realistically than than anything else um but yeah no it's 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 very it's i've i've enjoyed all of the gtas to be honest there isn't been there isn't some there i think it's 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 a very good 
they are very good games once you get into them and they're very very engaging it's just that you know hours to do everything is just phenomenally phenomenal how much time did you spend finishing gta 5 well, how much time did you invest in the game? I should ask you. I did. It was a lot of time. I'd probably say around 70, 80 hours, probably more, because it was so much. There's so much there you can do. There is so much there you can do. Same thing with Red Dead Redemption. You know, it, there is so much there you can do. I still haven't completed Red Dead Redemption because there's so much there to do. That's the problem, I think, you know, um, for me at least. Um, there was too much. It was just too much, and I was just like, you know what? I'm going to have to take my take my own time and slowly jump back into it and do it. So I think. Um, but yeah, I think I think I think GTA Six will be a very good. I don't think it will, by any means. But it, it, I think it will live up to the premise yeah. and hype that it's already receiving. Uh, the question's going to be. Um, I've, I don't know. I've just got a gut feeling, you know, it'll be the online aspect to it. You know. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. But it'll be, uh, you know. And you, Mr. Stubbs? He's too busy watching gigs. He told you, he's too, he's too busy playing Gears. No, he's falling asleep. He's one of the two. Well, if you know, you know Stubbs, he, he doesn't play very well. Uh, anyway, he falls asleep halfway through Gears. Mr. Stubbs, he must be there still. Uh, he I has He's buggered off. He's, I'll tell you what he's telling you. He's, he's gone for a poo. <laughs> Sometimes there's no... There definitely isn't a soft pedal when it comes to the English language with you and Stubbs, is there? Well, uh, uh, would you prefer... Uh, he has gone to defecate in his... Uh, Porcelain throne. Gone to the ladies' room, or he's um, gone to the water closet. <laughs> ladies' room. Yeah. <laughs> Out of his nose. Well, the ladies' room can be, you know, can be deemed a variety of different meaning, meaningful ways. You know, ladies' room could be the makeup. You know, it could be the bedroom. It could be uh, the porcelain throne. It could be a variety of different things. You know. Actually, just be, um, something you you brought up, um, and Stubbs, uh, Mr. Stubbs called me just before the show, and um, he mentioned. Uh, I don't know if we're going to switch topics. We might as well. But um, he he mentioned to me your um, affection for uh, an upcoming video game next year, uh, Dragon's Dogma Two. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm back. Yes, I was making toast. Hey. Hey. There we go. I'm going to charge you extra to take over as host duties, and I'm not best pleased about it. I could hear you the whole time. Sorry about that. While you were taking a, a, um, a moment. I wasn't. I was making toast for my son. That was all. And what about us two? We don't get toast. Uh, have, has anyone actually played Dragon's Dogma, the first one? I haven't, but I tell you, the, this one overview trailer looks very, looks very good. It does. Looks incredible. Um, I've got some comments on it, but removable. You go ahead. I, I, well, the reason I, I was, uh, I, I'm excited. I've played the first one. I really enjoyed the first one. Um, it's for me. I would classify it as an underrated gem. It was a little bit of a buggy mess when it first came out. 
Um, but it's one of those things that the more you played it, the more you grew on it, and the more it grew. It had its own charm. And a lot of people I knew, you know, it was it, it, they. It was a love-hate relationship because most people are like, I'm never going to play it, don't like it. And then they play it and go, do you know what, I really like it. <laughs> it, was, it was a little bit of some things were so bad it was good and some things were it was really good in what it did. It was just, it was, it's got a bit of a nostalgia thrown to it. Um, and so I'm, I'm, I'm glad to see that the second one is now coming out. Um, a lot of people have been asking for it. So we'll be interested to see uh, how it, well it does. Obviously, I'm always a bit dubious of trailers because they all look very flashy. Um, but whilst it may look like it's gameplay, you never know how it's far it's been tweaked and messed around with and, you know, challenged. Uh, so I, I'm I'm going to hold... I mean, how, how my, reserve my judgment till I see the game. Yeah, I, I would say though, at Dragon's Dogma right now, you can probably get it for about three or four quid. The first one, you know, what on, it's, um, it's bit... what, on Xbox. I, sus- I, I don't know. I, I suspect it's, it's it's it's. I'm sure it's about three or four quid. It's not. It's not. It's not. Oh, it's not uh, new. Dragon's Dogma. Dragon's Dogma's like I don't know. Again, those in the chat might be able to tell me. I'm sure it's around. I bet you Luke Steele can tell. Welcome Luke Steele to the chat. I bet Luke can tell you. I bet. You. I, I, when was the time? It was Dragon. Was it 2009? I'll have a look. See, when I, maybe when it just I feels a lot the, older than that. When I, when I first saw the trailer, um, when um, Stubbs mentioned it this morning, I was watching it. I, I didn't notice it was Dragon's Dogma. I just took, I saw Dragon's Dogma uh, five days ago, whatever, so I clicked on it. And um, my first reaction was, "Oh, oh, is this what deep is that? Is this what the deep down um, Capcom trailer from ten years ago has uh, morphed into?" I don't, I don't even remember that deep down trailer um, on PS5. Games never materialize. I thought that this is what it evolved in. Evolved Dragon's into. Dogma, <laughs> Dark Arisen, Horizon, um, 15th of January 2016. Very positive on Steam. Oh, 2016. 28,369 positive, uh, very positive reviews on Steam. It's got. And it's. Uh, it feels. You are right. It feels if, I buy, if I want to How buy it. On, is that? Very true, though. <laughs> If I want to purchase it on Steam, it's currently got eighty-four percent off. It's three pound eighty-three. The minute there you go on Steam, soldier. And uh, sorry, removal. I just yeah, I just wanted to ask you if you'd ever seen that deep down trailer. Um, no, I hadn't. I hadn't at all. No, it is um... it very similar. Very similar to this, and I thought this is what it morphed into. And then when I saw this Talos, um, the first thing it reminded me of, and I don't even remember the fight on the beach. Against the Talos in Jason the Argonauts. That's right. Yes. That? Yes. And yeah. um, then I then I then I was watching it a little more. I was the thirty. Then I thought, okay, Shadow of the Colossus. Then I remember the God of War two opening battle with with. Well, this this and, does and, have a blend of Greek mythology into it. So the very first oh, one does have. There's a lot of Greek mythology into this. Um, yeah. uh, in fact, one of the one of the monsters you I can't think what it was called where it has the. Oh, this is deep down. Sorry. Sorry it has Google. goat. What's the, what's the what's the mythological creature? It has goat, lion, and snake or scorpion. It's all builded as one monster. Um, 
Oh, I know the one you're talking about. Yeah. Well, that's well, one of the actual beasts you you yeah, fight yeah. in the very first game. It's in God of War as well. God of War Three. Yes, yes, and it's 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 very much. It has these mythological creatures in it, and it's very it's it's a really good game. It's one of those games I think. It was it was it was it's undiscovered gem really, and the more people have spent time playing it, the more time people have really gotten to enjoy it and see how good it was. I don't think I, it I did very it, well at the time, comment. but I do think it did. It did better I, I, I as time went on. Comment when I've come across Dragon's Dogma. No one's got anything bad to say about it. Everything's like positive. But um, this this was deep down, so you can perhaps see where my sort of feeble and and a lot of people in in the comments this video have been asking: Is this is this what Dragon's Dogma Two is? Is morphed into? That's that's what I thought. That, yeah. um, it was just a you know a feeble throw away. But I'll tell you something else that confused me. When I saw it, um, some of the combat gameplay combat in this uh, removable, it reminded me of um, Crimson Desert. And I thought, hold on, mm -hmm. is it the same game or different game? So I did a quick check, and I, and uh, you know, like the animations and and the slight uh, sort of mm -hmm. uh, blur blur blurs that go on, you know, in, in the in the combat animations and the VFX. Yeah, it looked really uh, similar to that um, from that game from Pearl Abyss, Korean, another Korean developer, uh, uh, Crimson Desert. And uh, but this game, um, you know, I always look at the character models, I listen to the voiceovers, and um, yeah, I I I just get a sense that this is a sort of darker Final Fantasy design, you know, similar to FF8 and 16, I would say, um, art influence. And uh, so, I mean, of course, it's Capcom, right? So it's rendered spectacularly, right? Um, very much similar to Resident Evil 8. Um, but obviously, this is for a next-gen only. So um, as a package, it looks quite phenomenal. But I know what you say. Look, it is a trailer. So let's wait and see what the final game looks like. But um, yeah, yeah <laughs> definitely promising. Definitely promising. And I, I must say, the UI looks outstanding as well. I would say if if uh, if you're if you're remotely intrigued by this game, play the first mm. one. It will give you a very good premise of what it is. And I said the first one's cheap now. It is really cheap now. It's not going to be expensive for you to do it. Um, and it's one of those games. I think uh, it was just it was just one of those games that you know. Either came out at the wrong time, or I'm sure, maybe it's my historical references going out the span. But I'm sure it's like it was, it was, it wasn't badly received. It just, I don't think it did exceptionally well at the time. And as time has gone on, it's become more of a cult classic. You know, more and more people have found it, more people have played it. You know, and as it's got, you know, and more people have like enjoyed it. So it's one of those games that uh, if you've never played the first one. I think, as far as I'm aware of, you'll still be able to play the second one without knowing what's going on. But if you have played the first one, I think you're going to have a lot of nostalgia moments embedded in for, into the second one. It's 20 yeah. quid on Xbox. I would say, it's, if it's 20 quid on Xbox, then it's probably going on Amazon for about 10. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you know if this game is co-op at all removable? Oh god, now you're kind 20 of twenty quid oh. on PlayStation. Because I, I know that I know that Crimson Desert is going to be co-op, right? Up to four player or two to four player, and I know that obviously Divinity is uh, Divinity Two. What I'm playing at the moment is up to two to four player co-op. But I'm really intrigued to know 
if Dragon's Dogma 2 is co-op? Uh, don't know. Stop's be able to tell us that. If what's co-op, sorry? Dragon's Dogma 2, is it co-op? Oh, right. um, I thought it was single player. I thought the question for you, And the question for you, Removable, because you've played no, it's the original... Not Go on. Sorry, because you've played the original, um, and obviously I've only seen you know bits of it, and obviously I've watched the, the, the half an hour presentation for Dragon's Dogma 2, um, but when you see, now that you're seeing the deep down um, trailer, or concept trailer, do you think that this has been perhaps, even though Deep Down's not an actual co uh, project right now, but as a, as it, is, it, is the concept trailer of Deep Down serving as perhaps the foundation of what Dragon's Dogma 2 perhaps may afford us from what you're seeing? Mm. Mm. Tough question for me. I... <laughs> Again, I, 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 it's hard. No, I'm, I'm going to go with a bit like Luke Steele here. I think, it is, I think, to be honest, with you, deep down, you're right. I think, it's, I think they're inspired by um, Dragon's Dogma. You know, um, I think it was the other one. I think it's that. Definitely, it's there is some, you know, inspiration there. The, the trouble is these days. You could go back further and further and further, and just basically, you know, everything's kind of inspired by everything else these days. Right. The question's going to be the case of if 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 anything's inspired. The, the thing with being inspired is, if you're going to be inspired of something, you've got to do it well, and it's going to be the gameplay that will break or telling itself and that's the thing that i'm going oh, that's that's why i'm hesitant i'm just like you know i'm like does dragon dogma one's gameplay stand up today i guess the question is if it does then obviously they've built on that correct Ooh. Hmm. luke saying that, I haven't um, played it for a good couple of years, so I'm thinking my nostalgia is probably going to overtake my <laughs> actual knowledge here. I'm assuming, in my head, it, 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 I'm saying yes, but then I'm kind of thinking of it logistically and in, you know, and uh, a little bit more, you know, um, what's the word? Um, rationally. And because I haven't played it recently, I don't know whether or not it, it does up to date standard play brilliantly. Oh, so I can't tell you. I don't know. My nostalgia probably says yes, Dragon's Dog will probably will be played just as good when I was playing it years back in 2016. Yeah, I know what you mean. But my brain probably thinks, I don't know, I, things have probably got on a lot better since then. <laughs> What's the chat's thoughts on uh, BJ's question? Because Luke's saying that Dragon Dogma 2 basically looks like Dragon's Dogma 1, but with better graphics and a more expansive uh, and, a, and a more expansive game. Yeah, for me, it feels like it's a. Um, if that's what, that's what I said. I think if you like the first one, 
they haven't broken anything. They've they've taken what was there and expanded yeah. upon the originality of it and expanded upon that. I haven't like you know well we're going to rethink everything. You know it's not like you know that's a pretty good Luke's got a perfect example it's like how Monster Hunter it, basically it's like yeah Monster Hunter they took the basics concept and they just made it better yeah. and I think that's what they've done with Dragon's Dogma they've taken the basic concept they know it works they've made it better and they're tweaking it to, to uh, make yeah. it you know hence my question because you were concerned about the gameplay that's why I'm, hence my question is that was the original gameplay still stand up today if you're you know, willing to put in the time and effort and if it does then then you should uh, should potentially you know err on the side of this game potentially being very good, uh, but it, it did it did bring you know sort of um, the um, the other game Crimson Desert's combat into into my mind, but obviously I haven't played either game because they're not released. I, but, I think um, to be honest with you, it's one of those things. I think when when I was playing it at the time, it, it was it was one of those games I really enjoyed. Has other games since then done things better? taking those maybe those premises taking those uh uh logistical aspects okay. and made it better probably 100 percent, you know and so i i my worry is my nostalgia is clouding my mind if that makes sense so you know i i'm slightly worried that people will go oh they'll go and play it and they go oh my god this is absolutely shit <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just removable. that's a good point you make there i'm just wondering you know like they did with re8 um will they perhaps release a demo early next year might be i don't know if they think that would, that be, valuable. would be amazing if they did that that would be the i do you know what we need more demos i tell you the demos themselves sell games and i really i really wish i tell you what it, they really you know it's it's i well, i know what it, i know why they're not doing it and i i really do know why they're not doing it it's because demos are a catch-22 if people like the demo they will buy the game if there is anything slightly wrong with the demo, it will hinder sales. So it's a catch-22. Mm. Do you put it in and uh, ensure that everybody's happy with it and take the risk that no one dislikes it? Or do you just wait until, you know, the game comes out? Well, these guys get paid the big bucks. Well, yeah. Also, also, you, your problem is, I can see why. Because if, like, you say a demo or beta comes out or whatever, people that have potentially pre-ordered it don't like it, or there's some big bug, or you know how the, the media outlets, etc., and YouTubers, etc., can be. You have a mass load of cancelled pre-orders. Well, well, I'm just thinking of um, yeah. Atlas Fallen. Atlas Fallen. Um, what was the other game that was did that? Um, there was one that really got hit hard by. It. I can't think what it was called. Um, it was like it was basically like uh, the Marvel's Avengers game before. Oh, it was all robots, flying suit robots. Oh, oh, I know that one. Um, they thought it was going to be the new Iron Man, didn't they? It wasn't. That's oh. right. And they did the oh, demo. Oh, EA. What's it called? Oh. 
What's he it's doing? frustrating me now. I can't believe what it's called. Fly as well. That's right. Oh, um, I played yeah, it. A beautiful trailer, didn't it? What's it called? That's it. It had, it had that superb trailer that was yeah. nothing like the game. <laughs> what was it? I can't think of it. Oh, oh that's pretty good that it's, we had. Oh, yeah, anthem, anthem. There we go. Anthem. Well she is now. Thank you. No anthem. That was it. Yeah. It was. That was a perfect example of of demo destroying free sales. It literally. <laughs> Tanked the sales. It tanked the sales. So that's a perfect example of why demos can be the best thing in the world, but also the worst thing in the world. Um, uh, yeah, so I can understand why they don't do it. I mean, I still would love demos, but to be honest, you know, oh, for the ankles. Yeah, I think I don't. I maybe it's maybe it's just they they just need to. You think about like the old old days, you know, back when saves never existed. You got a demo on a disc, it worked. Yeah. You know, they made sure that demo on the disc was the best it could be, before so that people looked at played it was like, yes, I I want this game. Nowadays, it's like, oh, That's this is you know. Alpha build, beta build, we'll just whack that on, and that should be enough to get people interested in it. And it's like, no, that's not the case. Not going to get me started about Gears yeah, 5. Boy, if you're not. Co-op. We're going to have to play it. <laughs> uh, I don't think Dragon's Dogma 2 is co-op. No, Dragon's Dogma 2 is co-op, isn't it? No. If it is, when we fight this Talos bloke, you'll take the left eye and I'll take his right eye. I, I'm sure. Uh, is Dragon Dogma 2 co op? Uh, I thought I saw. Community Original Sin 2 is up to four player. Two to four player. Yeah, but that's also a, a very different sort of game, isn't it? That's the. I'm just. I'm just doing some naughty PR for it, that's all. Yeah, and also, you're on PlayStation, so it's no good for anyone who's on Xbox. You can get it on Xbox, no problem. Yeah, but you can't do cosplay, can you? No, I can, I said I can pick up it, pick it up on on Xbox. Oh, I can see what say, yes. <laughs> um, along with uh, along with Gear Six, because Gear Six will be bundled with it. So all the all the articles, no, all the articles say no, it's strictly a single player game. Interesting. So. How, how do you feel about that removable? Is, I think the first one was actually single player, and I still enjoyed it. I, you know, I, I yes, would I like co-op? Of course, I would like co-op. Um, I think, you know, some games like this are a great to experience uh, co-op wise. But equally, I'm just happy that it's going to come through. The second one's going to come through. To be honest with you, I'm quite happy. Yeah, Maybe the third one will do co-op. You know, it's, it's really good, good to have these. This, these these games come through that are just not remasters anymore. You know, don't get me wrong. I love like you know remasters and remake games, uh, especially from Night Dive Studios. They are just the pinnacle at doing remasters and remakes uh, excessively well. But I do feel that it's like some new XPs kind of needed. I want to see new games, new stories. Yeah. Uh, new genres portrayed through 
And currently, right now, that's only really coming from the indie game scene. Uh, you know, God, God bless them for doing it, but you know, very few that's coming from the you know the big big boys, the big studios. And I think you know, my gut feeling is when IPs, so I said XP previously, IPs, when new IPs are starting to become stagnant and you're seeing studios tightening their belts. What does it say? What does it say? I think we may be hitting a little bit of a, a slowdown, ladies and gentlemen, it's in not, terms of gaming. I don't think it's actual. I just think it's sheer fear. They'll waste millions and it won't work. That's what it is. But they should have the passion and drive to make new games. But it's fear, isn't it? It's the, 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 that they fail. That's what they're scared of. Failing. I'm just shutting no, the studio I down. I think, they, uh, I think, I think they'll, they'll worry about failing. I think. I bet they do. Finances doesn't pay off. Guarantee it's down to money. You know, I mean, it's... it's, it's um... It depends on how many failures they can they can handle, isn't it? That's going to be the thing. We look at Disney films. The amount of recent failures coming out of that blooming thing. Jesus Christ, you know. Why? Um, what? Actual failures at the box office? Oh, God, yeah. I don't think there's been, was it, since Marvel Endgame? I think most Disney films since Marvel Endgame had failed to meet their targets. What, not? Oh, really? Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, they've... they've drastically i think the latest marvels is probably the lowest uh on record uh in terms of in terms of money i think they're saying there's only so far you can go with rinse and repeat this is the thing and 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 a lot of the stories now are just i mean there hasn't been for me there hasn't been a decent disney film for ages you know um you know there's I just think they're doing is... they're doing live remakes now. Just my favourite Disney one. Is it, it's, a, it's a Christmas classic. I remember I had the video. Oh. T- I had the videotape of it when I was a kid. The Muppets Christmas Carol, the original, nineteen eighty four. That's a classic. Yeah. Oh yeah, but I'm just saying. You know, yeah. they're, they're doing re- they're doing live remakes now, and they're just getting obliterated. They're doing, you know, terrible. Uh, new art, some 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 terrible new IPs, you know they're they're just doing some horrendously bad films now, and it's the writing. I feel so it's the writing that seems to be just stagnant, and I don't understand why because you look at the uh, Eastern filmmaking and it is just exploding in terms of stories, in terms of engagement, you know. They are just exploding. Manga, anime, and East, you know, Korean dramas, uh, you know, a lot of those sort of things are just exploding uh, into uh, into the arena and just doing so well. And then you see stuff like, you know, what Marvels brings out, and you're just like, Ugh, it's just a rinse and repeat of like, you know, of the same story, but in a different way of telling it. You know, it's it's just becoming dry and boring, um, and 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 that's the thing. I'm starting to wonder if that's the starting to see that slightly from the AAA studios. You know, is is this is is the stories they're trying to tell drying up? 
Um, I don't know. It's one of those things. I hope it isn't, but what do you think? No, I, I think um, there's a cycle to all of this removable. Um, and I think the comment that you made earlier, which, which we've made on this show many, many times, right, is that whatever's gone in the past begets, what's, uh, begets the future. And um, there are very few um, luminaries right, in the industry. And um, some move on, some stay past their sell-by date. Right? They are, and, um, and people don't move on. I, I think I've talked about this before, but in Western companies, especially in the States, um, compared to Japanese companies, which build their businesses and their producers, their managers, always have an eye um, or an ethos um, to build successes and a plan for succession. Where in the US, um, I find, I've, well, I found in my time is that uh, people in business try to maintain their position for as long as possible and any perceived threat to their position, um, their ability to earn, their ability to command uh, position, power, influence, wealth, they'll do anything to um, mute it. Um, and that, that's what I found the difference between um, uh, Asian and Western cultures. And you only have to look at Nintendo, uh, really, how they've kind of been 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 moving on from Shigeru Miyamoto, even though he's there, he's not in the capacity that he was when he was in his prom. Um, but um, him, he's often talked about, you know, new producers, new people that will be coming along for the future. And well, they're here now, aren't they? Mm. And, uh, and um, I, I think to some degree, the Sony first party studios in the US, they're, they're definitely trying to do it. And I think uh, Corey, Corey Barlog over at um, Santa Monica, right? And, uh, and well, not not him per se, but I think Shannon Sud still, right? How she, uh, none of the God of Wars have been directed by the same director, just goes to show, right? Uh, in terms of how they think uh, progressively. But, um, you know, there's there's newer directors, there's, there's new risk taking, but for those company, those countries that you just mentioned in Asia, that are exploding, to use a word you just uh, just um, mentioned, is um, is the fact that, one is that they have their content, which is being um, embraced by um, overseas consumers, shall we say, yourself, myself, and even even Stubbs, right? Um, uh -huh. um, Studio Ghibli uh, just attained themselves a new huge super fan, right, in Mr. Stubbs. I need to get and, back into watching some of them, actually. Yes, yeah, you're and, right. Um, and I think that that allows... Um, um, for for the Asian studios to produce um, a wider range or more diversified content, take more risk in quotes, so to speak, um, because they have an audience that, that are demanding uh, newer content, better content in terms of production values and quantity of content. So hence, you know, um, all of that talent that's probably been there for a while have now got avenues to express themselves. C can I put it like that? Yeah, uh, mm -hmm. expressions. The, the same way why there's so many indie studios that pop up because they primarily they find themselves uh, where they've gone to studios like Naughty Dog or, or, or then Coalition or whatever. 
they've understood and they've learned valuable lessons there removable let's let's not be let's not be coy about it like how production actually works how um you know whether they've got to deal with producers that are line producers that are on their case about where are my assets where's my deliveries etc um at the same time dealing with creative people saying listen i'm demanding this this and this of you and then you know you're being dragged from pillar to post but those are valuable lessons right in terms of how big production works so then when you do go off on your own or, or with your you know two of your best mates uh, to make your own game um, you've got those valuable high lessons under um, extreme pressure but now you're able to go away and produce content perhaps you've been planning for years or have had in mind or or want to work in a way where you can go off and express yourself in the way that you think you know um, or the way you feel or the way you you know grasp neither that you feel totally um how can i put it uh, invested into right um mm. so because those guys, those guys they can produce their content or re release their content in within a year or two right where big studios you know now regardless of how big number of people is is, is you can't doesn't matter how big your factory is, you know, your, your, your sausage factory, the, the size of the sausage is always going to be the same. So if you're going to make a $200 million game or $150 million or anything north of $100 million, you're looking at four to five years and w at least six months to a year for, for pre-production. And you're going to have to put at least a year aside for, for testing and QA right? um, to iron out all those bugs, um, etc., and refine it, refine the game. So, you know, it will deliver the, the Metacritic that... that publishers and platform holders have to have right nowadays as mr stubbs just said you know the risk it's not that they're fearful or they're afraid because then they have no point in being in business i, th I think the no. word that you're perhaps looking for is that in the mind of everybody no matter how big or small your game is is that element of doubt like am i on the right track is this going to work um, and, and that's just normal that's just that's just you know human nature at the end of the day but, um, I mean, I'm sure there's far more to it than that. I'm just being overly simplistic in the way I'm explaining it. But um, but I will say this, though, Removable, whether you love uh, cinema, whether you love TV shows, or whether you love video games or any times of uh, content, whether you're looking 10 years prior or 10 years into the future, there's always fantastic content that you haven't stumbled upon. I mean, Indie Game has recommended me games. There's been one or two games that Luke's mentioned. You're constantly recommending me games. I think half the games I played this year because you recommended them, Removable. Uh, Warrior 5 um, um, and uh, Dr. Peter Hodges with Divinity Original Sin 2. And obviously, how can I not mention Gears of 6 via Stubbs Gaming? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I just think there's a slight stagnant uh, uh, in, in the, uh, the Western writing at the moment and i'm just hoping yeah, that it'll oh, yeah. get another I resurgence think, I, think, I think i think you're right but i think if you look at who's at the helm is those are the guys that are driving it ultimately right those are the guys that have the say right saying this is happening this is not happening um and perhaps that is where they you, you know like you know like you said you know you like these particular people oh yeah i only like fps games well no that's the formula that's got to be kind of the formula or the, or, mm. or the process that's for all of our projects right which doesn't always work right you've got to be open to other kind of creative aspects of of, of production and um taking some risks but it's that risk versus reward um i, I like think so yeah i think i think you know i am seeing a mix of blend of genres now and that seems to be coming through um and that's generally from the indie game scene where they just starting to blend a variety of different genres and they're coming up with some fantastic new ips and new new genres in, in essence 
and I'm just finding the writing itself is just so much more intriguing. Um, and it seems a little stagnant when it comes to the, the, the bigger IPs, you know. Um, and as you said, they're just maybe they're just not willing to take more risks, or the people at the helm are just getting a little bored, or, or or it's a case of, you know, stick with what you know, you know, which is great no, for maybe the first ten times. But I, I remember, um, I don't know if it was Netflix. They took a producer from HBO, or maybe vice versa, but this lady. Um, you know, it was a big thing. I don't know if it was in the news over there, but anyway, a big producer had gone to from one major studio to one to another company, and um, and when they sort of said, you know, this person's known for producing A B C C A B C D E F shows, and you could see why she's so she's so sought after because she's produced everything from a game show to something like you know. I don't know, something like the Game of Thrones or something like that. Her, her ability mm. to cross many different uh, ages um, and styles. Genres, yeah. Genres, yeah. Writing style. I mean, there's not many people that, um, you know, I don't know, polymath might not be the right word, but there's not that many people that can turn their, um, turn their hand and understand and know what they're producing across, across um, a myriad of um, creative content. Um, whereby, you know, when I look at the Marvel, I mean, I stopped watching Marvel movies a very long time ago because for me, uh, it's almost like one movie, a Spider-Man movie is not that much different for me than an Iron Man movie if that, if that, or a Captain America movie or a Thor movie. And uh, like you say, maybe I, I just switched off to it or I prefer to go and watch Asian content. But um, but who knows? Perhaps in the future things will change. But we are in those times. Good, I think it's... Uh, want to point out we do live in um in privileged times though because you've got the option if you're willing to search to find content that will appeal to you oh without a doubt and i said this is where indie games have taken over that content uh in terms of of, of preferred content at this current stage it's just that you know i don't want it to i obviously want the all, all industries to increase and uh do better regardless and it just seems at this moment current stage we're in a bit of a stagnant you know we're a bit of a stagnant in the west we need to kind of like you know it's the the east is starting to kind of showcase off some amazing new ips and new talent and new new stories to tell and it's just uh i think i think from your point of view removal i guess i guess from what you've just said it just sorry just triggered something it's the fact that well, when it's when that when their market share starts to feel the pinch because of Asian content, is perhaps when they might wake up. Yeah, I'm hoping that will be the case. I'm hoping that will be the case. Yeah, right. I think that will be the case. But uh, you know, it is what it is. You know, we're stuck with stubs. Whatever we do. Edith Finch <laughs> too. Where's the trailer? Well, he's seen it too many times. You'd think I would 100 percent it, but I haven't. I have. Really? It's the yeah. bloody rabbit. You've got to eat the rabbit, haven't you? I have to have a look through. Oh, yeah, what evil, actually... you've got to capture the rabbit, yeah. Well, yeah, capture the rabbit, but I don't... There's certain things I've missed. But yeah, I've not played it in ages. You can't really be a true Edith Finch fan, then. Clearly I'm not. He's the same through Gears. Have you ever tried 100% Gears? Do the... Most of the yes. hardcore Gears fans haven't 100%ed <laughs> it. 
there's something called seriously 2.0 and it's like yeah. it's yep. like do everything on hardcore get mm-hmm. to the top re-up i'm currently on re-up 12 on gears 5 so technically it means i'm for every re-up it's 100 levels so technically it means i'm level 500 currently if you were to go by that logic wow oh no sorry 12. No. It's a big difference between 12 and 500. 1200. I'm level 1200. Not for stabs. Not for stabs. Oh, I'm shit at maths. I mean, let's look at it. Okay, can you really be a Gears fan if you haven't completed the first game on Insane? Come on. Oh, fuck, I can't do it on Insane. It's hard enough. It's a hard <laughs> game compared to Gears 5 and Gears 4. They made, they made yeah, it easier. That, they have. that was... They have done. Yeah, yeah. That was... That was I, I found it, I found Gears One or was it Gears Two really difficult, especially that that train that boss on the on that train. What sniper rifle? You got a General Ram. That's the first one. General uh, Ram. No, no, that's not General Ram. That's Doctor Robotnik in disguise. They killed him off too too quick. That that he could have been a villain for a few games. He could have been killed him off too quickly. General yeah, I, 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 Josh, I think, you know, but then, you know, it set up other stories which kind of helped it move forward and moved along. You know? I thought Ram but, was uh, Yeah, it's, it, it's, um, yeah, it's the, the, the insane, the insane level for one definitely caused a lot of broken controllers, I heard. Um, it was, it was tough going to get that cheap. Um, I've got to write something about Gears, actually. I've been asked to write what my favourite game ever is for a website. Gear so, 7. Well, we'll see what it is. It's a Gears game. It's got my mind up if it's 1, 2, or 3. That's a hard decision. No, we know what it is. It's it's definitely going to be Gears 4. No, it's definitely not. I can assure you. Nothing beats it the is, original it's, trilogy. It's, uh, Gears of War. Be, what's the one that's uh, everyone's favourite? What's the... Uh, I can't remember his name now. Is Gears Four? Is it? Yeah, it could be Gears Four. Yeah, well, BJ just says, "Oh, that old that old guy's dad." That old bloke's dad. Yeah, that's it. I was going to say highly offensive. I'm so sorry. I'm joking. I was going to say I know we're coming kind of getting up to the two hour mark. I I just, I just got, and I may be completely wrong here, so but I just wanted to pose a question to both of you. Uh, You first, Mister Stubbs, because you don't say much. Is um. I've just been thinking about the Game Awards, um, not in terms of the awards themselves, but I'm thinking the amount of content that's been delayed and the amount of content that's being promised for next year, looking at how quiet um, First Party has been on both sides, uh, including Nintendo, so on, on three sides, I suppose. Um, I, I just think that this this um, event may have a tremendous amount of um, fantastic trailers and uh, a plethora of um, new content to look forward to that, that's my feeling and maybe i'm i'm way out of it hopefully uh, see hopefully what, see what you guys felt. well xbox is supposed to be having some some surprises and everyone thinks it's yes it's but, not yeah i'll tell you what it's going to be it's going to be hellblade 2 and a release date well, let, let, let finish removable go on go on you go have your say then let removable because because they're all gone about like oh you know, the, like Jez Corden was saying that it's definitely not Gears. And someone said, oh, he would say that. I said, no. If he knew what it was, he'd say. He'd break his neck to t- tell everyone. I said, it's too early for Gears. I think it'd just be Hellblade 2 
and the release date probably for next year and then probably they could have some new ips in the works but from a from but from a from a macro point of view not from a micro point of view so you've honed in on a game i'm just saying if you look at this year and even the end of last year look at the content that's been delayed and look at how many trailers we're seeing potentially for 2024 i, I just see i i got my point is is that this game award show could be one of the very best in terms of trailers for forthcoming content because I think next year is going to be packed like this year. But I just thought I'd just get a feel from you guys what, what you what you felt like in terms of the overall quality of uh, of the game awards in terms of content we haven't yet experienced. I think it could be a fantastic showcase in general. But I just thought I'd see what you guys felt. I think. To be honest with you, as I said, I said on, as I said on Twitter, I think it's going to be completely overshadowed by uh, Scalebound uh, being reannounced. <laughs> from, um, it's just that's just going to Scalebound's going to come out and uh, it'll blow out GTA Six. No one will talk about it, and it'll just completely wipe. Uh, you know, people will be absolutely turbo hyped when it gets it gets uh, when it gets named. But uh, further to your point, yeah, I can understand where you're coming from because you're right. The delays that have, we've had so many delays, this would be the perfect opportune moment to showcase off uh, those delayed games, such as Scalebound um, and uh, and uh, Perfect Dark. You know, there is there is so many delays that it, you're very right. It could be one of the best shows coming but I'm, dubious. I'm just i'm just thinking i think they're going to probably hold that back till next to to till next year i think they're holding it off to i my gut feeling is it's they're going to probably announce a couple of really good ones but they're going to leave the biggest juiciest ones for the big showcase next march and uh, may I mean, not here because Thanksgiving's big here. But I mean, to carry on the positive PR, you know, like companies like to do over the next four or five weeks, especially with Christmas coming up and Christmas. I, I don't know if I don't. I don't know when the Christmas rush is. Is it now or is it at Christmas? Now. I don't know what. Now is the Christmas rush. Yeah. Yeah. Carry on the new PR into the new year, especially with some massive third-party games, right? In the next uh, January, February, and March. Um, and um, I think Avatar might might be a good one as well coming out, which is coming out in a few days. But um, but yeah, I've no. I've heard really, literally to nothing in terms of PR about that game. No, nor have I. But it's um, intriguing. Which me more is slightly more. worrying. Mm. <laughs> I think it'll be good. So, um, but uh, but yeah, I, I think over the years we've had so much future promise, and so little of it in terms of what we've seen. But um, I, I think Stubbs make a good, makes a good point, which I wasn't aware of, that, um, that Xbox have asked people to tune in for some special announcements. And it'd be really good to see um, what Nintendo uh, and Sony and all the third parties have, have got to offer. Um, but yeah, I guess it starts tomorrow, is it? Did someone mention there's a GTA or a, or a rumoured GTA 6 trailer tomorrow? It might be Red Dead Redemption 3, who knows? Tuesday is the day, yeah. So Tuesday is supposedly when it's supposed to kind Luke of be was saying it's in, uh, Luke was saying it's just been it's dropped. It's dropped now. No, it's not. It's been leaked. It's not been dropped. Someone's leaked it's it. Just shadow drops, i.e. leaked, you know, it's oh. effectively, you know. What's been leaked? The uh, GTA tra 6. The trailer. Oh, you're not playing it now. Can you play it? 
No, you had to drop the trailer. The company's oh. not leaked. The company's not released it. Somebody's leaked it. What? What? So to put it in context, why people are hyped for the trailer for GTA's is generally uh, 99.99%. GTA's trailer gives you exactly what the game is going to be like. They don't hype it. They don't tweak it. They don't embellish their trailers. They get, their trailers are generally 99.99% the get. game you're going to get. So that's why so many people are hyped about their trailers because they know this is exactly what they're going to get in the game. Um, and so that's why people are a bit much more, a lot more, ooh, hyped about this trailer. It's, it's, you know, it's generally whatever you see, it'll be in the game, you know. Is exactly what you'll be getting. I hope it looks as good as Yakuza. Well, you'll only have to find out tomorrow, or you can pre uh, get hold of the what trailer and see the leaked trailer tonight. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What's Stubbs? I just wanted to clarify what you mean by leaked. Does that mean it's already available to view online? Luke said someone. Luke said someone got hold of the trailer and leaked it. But the company didn't release it. Somebody got hold of the trailer and released it. Prior right, to tomorrow's release. Yes. Or reveal. Right. He's saying look, it looks very technical, graphically. Graphically impressive. And I was saying, well, it can't be too it can't be too impressive. It needs to be on the Xbox One, uh, PS4, PS5, PS6, PS7, and all the future Xboxes. Because <laughs> you because you've got to wait 10 years for another. Well, apparently you can see some of the leaked trailer on YouTube right now. I ain't showing it. I'm not going to put it on the screen. I'll get to uh, the video will get blocked. That's all I'm saying is that apparently, you know, Wonder how these things happen, right? Security's terrible. Oh, it was it was it was, the first one was uh was it like the main CEO's son dropped it for likes. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah, that was quite a funny. So I was like, oh okay. Yeah, you know, the main CEO's son they kind of uh, he he got hold of it and dropped it for likes, so there you go. Um apart from that you know, it could easily be, as you said, it could be just someone, you know, someone's dropped it accidentally. Someone sent over a zip file and they hasn't, the zip file hasn't been secured and someone's got hold of it that way. There's a variety of different ways to do it, to be honest with you. It's going to be, um, yeah. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what it is, but again, it's, uh, we'll see what happens. Um, let's hope it's, it's good. But at the end of the day, you know, there's plenty of other games out there already for us. Yeah. Is, I'm sure. BM, I don't play BM, GTA, so I, yeah. BMG's excited, but he, he was he was hoping for. He said he was hoping for another, another remaster of GTA Five before it came out. He's bought every every other version. He wants a he wants a version. He said he wants a version of GTA Five on the next gen. So we want PS Six. He wants a copy on. Or he buy it on there as well. 
That's uh, a little extreme. Personally, I thought more his tastes were more aligned with Sonic. No. He does not like Sonic at all. He loves Sonic. He just says that. That's a game on lots. Did you manage to pick it up? Um, Superstars? Sonic Superstars? or? Uh, my brother's got it for me for Christmas. It's the price of it, you see. It's quite, quite expensive, isn't it? Uh, he actually got it on Black. Fr he got it on Black Friday for thirty-five pounds. I seen that, that, and I just, I just thought it was too much. Was it? Sorry, what was that? What game was that removable? The one on the uh, screen Sonic now. Superstars. The, yeah, the new Sonic game. I played it at the demo, and I was at. Uh, so I played demo when I was at EGX, and I absolutely loved it. It, 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 it was the first time I actually felt as if they brought back a Sonic game that was actually a Sonic game. If that makes sense. Oh. Once they managed to get um, Yuji Naka to exit, right? His indiscretions. Don't know. <laughs> Do you know what he's done? Removable. Been a... uh, no, I don't, to be honest with you. So do oh, trade come on. Stuff. Don't ruin it for him. He's a, it's his cult hero, and now you're going to crush him. Oh, I won't say <laughs> it then. Not really. No, I, I, I'm i generally uh, I not one of these people. I was, I was just kidding. Who cares about the uh, the creators versus the art? I'm very much can separate both. What's he done? It's not one. Yeah. What's he done? Remove uh, stubs. I think it's something to do with insider trading. Something to do with that along the lines oh, of that. Oh no, I oh, did hear about something like that. Something to do yeah, with that. It was. He had to pay a massive fine as well. See, that's how much faith he had in Sonic. He knew he had to get in a few shares before <laughs> the game was announced. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, Sorry to make light. I, I, to be honest with you, let's face it. Our politicians do it. What makes he think he's not going to do the same thing? They're all everybody's up to it. Come on, everybody. Exactly, everybody's up to it. Like made an example of right that uh, that alone bastard, right? So. Exactly. My gut feeling is. Uh, It does look great. All I know is the game. The game when I was playing it, it, it played. It, it brought back nostalgia for me, and that was something I didn't expect to see from a Sonic game, especially the last recent uh, recent iterations. It, they've just been dire. They've been dying every bloody way. And it's like honestly, it's, if, as a Sonic fan, it, Sonic games, it, there isn't been there hasn't been much to celebrate. Let's put it this way. And so to ha finally have a game that actually does provide you with some decent Sonic gameplay, I was like, I'm happy with it. In fact, okay. also it can be played two, uh, four player as well, so the kids will be playing with me as well. Oh, I'm kind man. of, you know, yeah, I'm happy about that. Um, the demo show got me into it, and I said, you know, it was a, uh, it's on, is it on a deal for Black Friday? So. Cheap, cheerful, and enjoyable. Stubbs is now looking at YouTube trying to find the GTA trailer. No, I'm not. No, I will. I will after. I want to see if it look, if it looks. I will, I'm not actually interested, but I thought I might as well look because I I just thought GTA Six would be just GTA Online, and that that'll be it. 
Uh, there will be a GTA Online. Trust me, that will actually happen as well. But uh, the biggest, the biggest thing for GTA was always its single player story. I don't. We'll have to see uh, if they are the company not... they used to be because they're, they're more about getting cash, as much cash as they can out of people, than rather than providing a quality game. But well, you think about it, the games themselves. You think of GTA Five. GTA Five still providing them with cash it is definitely that using is... that tax loophole that scotland provide yeah that it is actually is it gta 6 made at rockstar north or rockstar south or both it's gta 5 <laughs> was made at rockstar north in scotland and that's and they used it. a lot of companies think... if, if you look into loopholes in scotland a lot of big game publishers use the, the loopholes in scotland's tax breaks when it shouldn't be there was a guardian Few years ago, the Guardian invested an investigation. They're not technically breaking the law, but they're they're dodging around it loopholes. To, no, to, it's to always going to be it. some loophole. Trust me, it's going to be yeah, yeah it's always going to be some loophole. I think I think that Scotland for um uh, for uh, Rockstar has always been their sort of head of production. You know, their outfit where all the key leads are, and I think that predominantly, like any major game, um, any game. Whether it's from the third party, other than any other, the outsourcing can be can be done to any number of its uh, internal mm. studio, or to um, or to you know, or to a, a huge amount of um, outsourcing to to Singapore, which I think is a primary now, even above China in terms of uh, resource, and um, your outsourcing can actually for a period of time for production, full production can. The volume of people that you've got on outsourcing can outstrip what you've got um, resources in terms of internally. So, so, but I think Rockstar is not like they set up set up shop there for for one game. They've been there for a good what? I mean, Rubble, you should know twenty odd years. So, but I agree with a little bit longer than that. I think, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, it's just just pulling a number out of my proverbial backside there, but uh, that's why I asked to sort of fact check it with you. Um, is the fact that. Uh, and that's why Ubisoft and EA and um, even um, Haven, Sony's studio, set up in Canada because they have very, very similar um, um, tax tax rebate programs uh, and also, um, what do they call, grants? Exactly. Um, uh, grants, was it, Mr. Stubbs? Yeah. Tax breaks. But the problem is, though, the UK keeps saying they want to be uh, Silicon Valley. But until they offer these nice big tax breaks, etc., the, the big companies won't be attracted to the UK. But Scotland offer them. I don't know if it's, I'm sure they still offer it. I might be wrong, but yeah, yeah, they would remove Rockstar um, North. Uh, yeah, it, it, uh, I, I think it's. I remember this. It, the thing is, the, the whole of the um, the whole of the development fund um, can be. It doesn't matter where you spend the money. It's based on where the um, where, where the game's fundamentally being developed, and I think Rockstar, like you say, in Scotland or in Canada, but they can actually, you know, pay people outside of those countries, but still um, record it in their books, as in, you know, this was the this was the development cost for this game. But it may be the other way around. It may be, hey, no, it can only be attributed to the to the to the costs incurred within the realms of um, where they're providing. Which government, in terms of government, state that they're that they that they're um, employing all the resource? Um, something that Luke might know actually, but um, it's not difficult to find out. You can just check online. 
Yeah. Tabs is going to sleep again. No, I'm still there. Thought I'd give, uh, give you a chance to jump in. Removable. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'd be here for another three hours. <laughs> that is true. So, yeah. Been a fun show get, getting back into the swing of things. It's uh, been enjoyable. I have, I have missed it. I have. Having a chat with you two, it's always it's always good to have a good chat with my friends about gaming. And the and like the, the Luftwaffe, like Luftwaffe miss Big Ben. <laughs> yes, yes. But yeah, yeah. Thanks for thanks for coming on. And uh, can you tell people? Well, VJ, you, thanks for coming on, VJ. I won't ask where the people can find you because you'll tell them where to go. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, go to Rutland. Yeah. Thanks for coming on, PJ. Yeah, no, I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, I, I feel a bit, I feel really rusty, actually. It's been, a, it's, it's been a few weeks, it has. It's been a while, and um, I'm not, not really used to it, to be honest with you. But, uh, no, it was good to chat with both of you over the weekend while we were playing um, Suicide Squad. It was. Which I thought we should get a couple of minutes of that. That's the only thing we can say about that's that all, as that's all we can say. That's all we can say, <laughs> PJ, that's it. That's all we can say. Oh, yeah. That's right, but um, yeah, that was that I was. I dive in there just in case. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that was good actually because I completely forgotten. <laughs> I knew we were jumping quickly. You're not affecting my status. I'm not getting in trouble because of you. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, no, it was good to catch up, and um, it's good to see Sonic here as well. And I'm going to get back to playing um, Divinity Original Sin too. Mm-hmm. Nice. Nice. So, yeah. Thanks for coming on. And which Ruben... was a, which was a, which was a crowdfunded game, by the way. Was it? It was. Oh, it was indeed. Nice. Nice. But yeah. Thanks for coming on. And removal sanity. Thanks for coming on. I'm sure you'd love to. You, you'd love to tell people where they can find you as well. Oh, it's only if they're really desperate. Trust me. Um, <laughs> you could find me on YouTube, Twitter, Minds. Uh, Rumble and Odyssey under the name Ruru Sanity. I'm also under Xbox under Ruru Sanity as well. So feel free to give me a shout in any one of those platforms, and I'm sure we can always have a, a little bit of a laugh. Most definitely. But yeah, thanks everyone for tuning in. You can find me on the platform X or Twitter at Stubbs Gaming, on YouTube at Stubbs Gaming. You can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, basically most of the podcast platforms. You can we're we're on the majority of them. Good pods as well. And then we'll load to them. But yeah, Spotify. We've got some listeners in a few countries on a gaming conversation with friends podcast wrapped. We have, we have it's interesting. Hopefully we'll have more next year. I'm still getting, despite the fact I've only done three Stubbscasts this year, the show on the Stubbscast on Spotify is still growing. Australia, apparently, was the number one country. And for some reason... Uh, yeah, the last mate, the show, I've done three episodes this year. The show, people are still listening to the Stubbscast. 
even on Spotify, and it's still I reckon it's just the English voice no, that no. you're giving away. Well, the top it's episode, according to Spotify this year, I messaged, I messaged Tom while I was telling him on WhatsApp, and he's, he was quite shocked. It came up as his episode, first ever Stubbscast, was his episode. So people still are liking that, that Stubbscast show. But yeah, people are liking the gaming conversation with friends on podcast networks as well. So yeah. Yeah, thanks for tuning in, everyone, and liking them. We keep this up, we might be able to go public on the footsie. Right, and <laughs> right, thanks, everyone, and we'll see you next Monday. Have a good one.